there's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Law enforcement are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. Let's go, mate. Can you hear me? I can hear you, mate. Who the fuck are you? You're right. Are you doing all right, mate? I'm all right. I'm not as dumb as I thought. I, ah. have, a I have a hard time with all this shit. I'm like, oh my god, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that important to do this that often. So <laughs> you are. You are. You should do more of it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm gonna yeah. take your advice. <laughs> How you been, brother? You good? I- I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good. Well, for- that's the first time we've ever actually spoke face to face. I know it was on the phone. So last yeah, time, phone, so yeah. technology, right? Metaverse, yeah. all that shit. <laughs> I wish we could get over there to Australia. I always wanted to visit. So maybe, maybe we'll make that happen. We'll see what you happens. Need to, dude. You need to, but not right now. No, not right now. No, no, no we're we not- are COVID. COVID country. It's like that really? fucking man. Dude, like they opened the floodgates, <laughs> and because we were, we were like, it was like escape from New York, where we were like on the island, cut off from everyone because they cut all the borders off, and then yeah. over Christmas they went just, just let them all in, just fucking, all in. <laughs> and now it's everywhere, man. So I haven't. Really? Well, I'm sorry to hear that. We got the same kind of thing going on over here, but it sounds like maybe it's worse there. Uh, I don't know. It's just picked up. I think we're, we're, we're just at the peak of it where we are now. So yeah, I always thought America always had the worst of everything, you know, as far as, um, you know, this kind of stuff, you know, I, I don't want to sound like an asshole cause obviously we're a very privileged country too. But as far as, you know, every time disaster strikes, you know, all this money we spend on everything and then we don't know what the fuck we're doing every single time. So I always thought we were uh, always at the bottom of that totem pole, but nah, it's good nah, to nah. hear you're suffering too. Uh, you know what? And we've got a we, we've got a really shitty government too at the moment. So I feel like we're oh man, it's run by uh, Hillsong. You know what Hillsong is? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like yeah. our prime minister is uh he's like he's like you know all these people like the bushfires. Did yeah. you hear about what happened there? Like we had the bushfires. A bit, yeah. He Tell fucked me a off to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yes. And it left his post. It was like, no, man, I'm going to fucking boy. And then um, here, what's he's like giving all his money to the church, like forty million dollars to Hillsong, and then like the fire department is like, man, you can have like I don't know twenty bucks in a oh belly button link, yeah. <laughs> what a sweetheart, yeah. I know, I know. <laughs> Fuck's going by. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Australia. Well, kind yeah. of. But uh, whatever you want to talk about, I'm I'm open for anything. Whatever you want to do, you want to do Australia all night? Let's do it. No, no, I live here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of the place. I want to be where yeah. you are. But um, but dude, no, I definitely appreciate you uh, hanging out on a Friday night. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, you know, this is usually my uh, coke party night. So, oh, really? Hookers, hookers and cocaine, yeah. So this is uh. It's a little bit of an inconvenience for me, but you know, you're worth it. You are worth it, my friend. Thanks, man. Are they just? Oh, sort of, I want to do this for many people. Sitting over there in the corner, just you know, like on their phone, just waiting. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "When's the coke planning going to start?" And you're like, "Just shut the fuck up. We're gonna." Anyway, anyway. We'll, we'll get. There. We'll get it. <laughs> but, calm um, down. We're coming. <laughs> well, uh, of course, I mean, the new long-awaited Circus Dead Squirrels album, Scary Melodies, has just been released, and it feels like it picks right up uh, from where uh, Operation Satan left off. Like a yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think so. So good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, we actually, it's, it's funny because I keep, I'm not sure, we, we put out an album in 2014, uh, but it was more of an EP. It was a uh, it was a re-release of a remix album we did yeah. from uh, Pop Culture Massacre, uh, and that one we I had some new songs in there. It's probably I think there was four new songs, and then there was two covers. So I never really knew if that was um, like what you consider that if that's an album or just kind of an EP kind of thing. But you know our full our first full length album since 2010. So it's been I mean 12 years. 
that's pretty crazy. And even even that album I'm talking about, uh, TPCM two in uh, 2014, at that point it was pretty much just me alone. You know, it was every time we did an album, you know, it would dwindle down more. And I remember sitting in the studio for that one, thinking, "All right, this is it," because this is fucking sad. You know, this is actually getting really depressing. This is not really making me feel good anymore. Oh. So it was nice to have everybody back doing this as you know a band unit, um, and, and it felt it felt good again for sure. Especially, you know, I mean, the band was, I mean, it wasn't finished, was it? Completely. It was put on, it on was, for a while. Yeah, it was finished. Yeah, I mean, I, I really didn't intend to do this again. Um, I, you know, we put out another, um, me and another guy from from, from CODs put out an album called Snuff Flick uh, last year. Uh, just a, a like a weird kind of thing that we did together. And uh, even at that time, I didn't know we were going to do CODs again. It was the one of the original guitarists that brought up the idea to me and i was like yeah whatever man you know if you want to write some songs you know but i didn't really think he would do it and he and he i mean he was the main guy kind of driving this whole thing i mean he really was was motivated to do it and as i kept seeing his uh you know his motivation as we went along i said wow this might actually happen so it's really cool to 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 be back to be back doing it and uh and we certainly don't plan on stopping now we already have plans to do more so that's awesome to hear dude because yeah. yeah man like i you know, I, I I'm not gonna lie. I'm a big fan of what you do. You know, oh, so you. And, and it took me by surprise because you know I remember seeing this snuff flick pop up, and then it was like cods, and I messaged my mate Dre, and, he, and we were like, "What the fuck?" And then before we knew it, it's like the whole album's here. You know? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was really cool. It, it I mean, it, it did. You know, you're a musician too. I mean, you know, these things do take time, but yeah, you know, it happened relatively fast. You know, considering that we put out the, um, you know, right after Snufflick, we went right into working on this. And, um, you know, it, it always takes, I, I, you know, I always talk out my ass. I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. This is going to come out in the summer. And then by the winter, I'm going to do this. And then next thing you know, it's already January. But, you know, and it's mostly, I, I was telling the guys, I'm like, you know, I keep telling people it's going to come out in November. It's going to come out. The, and, you know, and it keeps getting delayed. And I'm like, you know, we got to hurry up and get this shit out because this is the guy. I always call it the Chinese democracy. Uh, <laughs> you know, where, you know, they think we're working on this epic masterpiece. And then that thing comes out and you're like, well, that took 10 years to make. So, you know, I was trying to get it out in a timely way. But I think overall, we still got it out pretty pretty fast how, how far by the way, you... I do like, let me just let me just clarify real quick i do like chinese democracy i thought that was pretty good but i know a lot of people were disappointed by that and if in case you don't know what i'm referring to out there guns and roses yeah. anyway shackler's was it shackler's revenge <laughs> i you know i don't even know the song titles i i do know i listened to it a few times when i got it i actually was pleasantly surprised and then i talked to everybody i knew and they all thought it was a piece of shit i was like well i thought it was pretty yeah. good but uh, your feelings on that? Nah. <laughs> I like that song. I was like, that's cool. Yeah, they always yeah I don't it. think it holds up well. I think I went back to it maybe a few months later and I wasn't. <laughs> just exciting to hear Axel, I guess, again. But Yeah. Well, I'm personally on the hunt for the spaghetti incident, which got worse oh. uh, res- response. I remember you'd go into any yeah. CD store here and there'd be like 10,000 copies of that. And now you can't find it anywhere. I just want to have like a, a shelf filled with the spaghetti incident just so i like I've got... that album i like that album too like <laughs> Covers. not all good but there's a couple uh what was that uh the hair of the dog or whatever. what was that one now you're messing with the son of a bitch uh, that song was great uh the charles manson song they did yeah there was some good stuff yeah. on there yeah. it wasn't all good so down been... on the farm you know what i'm talking oh, about yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been a while it's been a while i just remember it was fucking everywhere because no one wanted it and now you can't find it anywhere I just want the novelty. Yeah. Not not exactly a classic GNR album, but you know, I, I still appreciate it. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway. well, how far back do these cod songs go? Oh, these are all brand new. These this was all fresh stuff. Um, and uh, you know, that's why I was talking about that other album in 2014. Those were all old songs too. So that's yeah, why yeah. I never felt it, it was a it, you know for everybody else it was new material, but and they had never heard it. But those were songs that we in the very beginning of the band that got cut from the first two albums. So, you know, it still didn't feel like a complete, you know, new thing. This was the first time, you know, like I said, in, in 12 years that we wrote an entirely brand new album. So it blows yeah. my mind, dude. Thank you. And, you know, it's interesting because I think the end result of it, we didn't set out, our band is always, we've always had a hard time fitting into any genre because 
we're, we're a heavier type band for sure, but I don't, I don't know if you would classify us as metal. I mean, you know, it's, it's more industrial than anything, yeah. but there's a lot of different kind of elements to it. So we, we actually, you know, you want to give people what you think they want to hear, you know, you want to do what you want to do, but you also want to make sure people are, are satisfied and that they anticipate things. And that's, what's cool about doing other side projects You can kind of go out and do some weirder shit with that. But you got to kind of, bring it home and do the thing that people want to hear from you so of course that was on the back of our minds but i did not intend that being that heavy you know because i hadn't been doing a lot of yelling for years and all the other stuff i'd done i do a little bit here and there but i kind of steered away from that and did other types of vocals and and it just ended up i don't know if it's just you know i didn't do it intentionally but it just a lot of these songs ended up being a little heavier and then we had a different guy mix this time than we usually do. We, this guy, uh, Mark Allen Miller, I've been working with for years. He did a lot of work with this in the production, but we went, um, I'm associated with the band Pantana too. I was, yes. you know, years ago I was in them and um, talking to them and everything. I went with, with, with the guy that does their stuff just to kind of, you know, give it a, a little different sound. And um, so we had him mix it and the two of them together, I mean, it just, he, he's a metal guy. He does a lot of metal music, does a lot of work for, for labels and stuff. Um, so I think he kind of got that heavier sound for us too. And I was like, wow, this is, I didn't intend that. But I think it's heavier than our other stuff. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, definitely, man. And it's yeah. angry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always angry. I mean, that's, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, but also, I mean, considering what's gone on in the world over the last few years alone, you know, yeah. there's a lot that you've you've had to draw from. This one feels like it's it's a it's a bit of a mix lyrically. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a little bit of each album in there. Um, where did you draw the most inspiration from for this one? You know, I, I wanted to stay away from politics on this one um, for the most part. You know, that's always I think for me at least it's always the, the immediate go to. But um, our other records, the first album we put out, Indoor Recess, was kind of a mixed bag of shit. There was mm. you know, some comedy songs, some more angry stuff, you know, serious stuff, uh, all that kind of stuff. And then we started to kind of do the concept type of thing with Pop Culture Massacre and Operation Satan with the animal rights and everything. Yes. So on this one, I, I did go into it knowing <clears throat> I'm not going to really you know, put myself to that standard of just making an album within a, in some kind of concept, just do one-off songs. So... Um, I knew that going in. And then I think, uh, I mean, I didn't want to bring politics into it, but I think you can't help with, you know, with everything going on in the world, as you said, it, it seeps in a little bit. So there's a couple of things on there. I didn't want to isolate people too much on this one. Cause I, you know, me on a personal level, I have some pretty extreme political beliefs. Um, so I didn't want to, I didn't want to go there on this one. I think a lot of it, again, it, it reminded me very much of the first album. There was a, a very serious, like a more personal song. Um, we did a, a sequel to 8-Bit Piece of Shit, which was on Indoor Recess. And, and I think that one, I'll tell you a quick story about that. Is I just like 8-Bit, when these guys all thought I was a complete moron because when I remember all the way back when we did the first album, we were going to be a serious band, you know, we were, and, uh, I'm always the guy trying to add the horns and all this like '80s influence shit. I'm the one, even though I'm the guy screaming and yelling and swearing. And if you think I'd be the one, it's not fucking heavy enough. I'm always the one that's like, put more of those shitty cheesy horns. In, you know, <laughs> and they're like, call me. You want to ruin the song? And I'm like, no, it's it gives it character. You know, so we've always had mixed feelings about that. But when we wrote Eight Bit, I remember uh, Dan, who was in the band at the time, he was putting in some of the keyboard effects, and it sounded really shitty. It was just cheesy stuff. And he's like, oh, I got to change these sounds. I'm like, no, no, we're all like, you know, it kind of sounds like a Nintendo game or something. So that's where that came from. I'm like, well, I'm just going to write it about Nintendo. And he's like, come on, man. Are you serious? I'm like, yeah, well, it sounds like it. And then, you know, of course, the song was pretty popular. So on this one, the same thing happened. We had this serious song. And Craig, who at this time was doing all the programming and, and playing the keys and everything, was using these sounds that, that sounded like a Sega Genesis game. And I'm like, holy shit. So it's like... <laughs> We're going full circle here and he's like oh dude, come on and i'm like no i'm gonna do it this is gonna be 16 but it's gonna be nothing like 8 bit so because he was like well people are gonna think you're just rehashing the original i'm like no because it's not gonna sound anything like it. it's gonna be a completely different type of song but that was kind of cool kind of brought a little tear to my you know i thinking oh wow it's like the you know when we first began so that that was cool that happened um but you know i just kind of took it song by song and uh 
mostly angry type shit though i'm definitely kind of more in a pissy mood maybe it's age i don't know i'm just i'm usually pissed off you know that's the thing i found about this album like uh i just turned 40 recently and there's a lot of stuff on this album that i'm finding that uh i'm relating to yeah a lot like uh it gets pretty deep into some uh you know things like the first track um uh, optimistic nihilist. that's yeah, a yeah. one i'm having a mental blank but uh you know where that one's you know about existence you know where the fuck mm. did we come from i'm thinking about it yeah lately man <laughs> i don't know if that's because i'm yeah. 40 now yeah no i like i think that happens to all of us i mean i think you in your 20s and maybe even into your 30s i mean you think you you know the whole world's waiting for you and you know what what mysteries lay ahead and then you reach a certain point where you're like there's nothing actually this is just the same fucking shit over and over again you know like and we will never know what's going to happen to us and most likely probably nothing will and you have to find comfort in that fact you know have you ever seen the movie prometheus yes yes did you like okay well i got this is a big debate going on were you a fan Yes. Oh, wow. You're, I think, the fourth person I've ever known to say that. But I loved the movie because I remember a lot of people were like, oh, my God, the ending of that was shit. You know, there was no, you know, it builds up and builds up and there's just nothing. I'm like, I know that's what I loved about it. It's so real. That is life. You can spend your entire life searching. There is no meaning. You have to make meaning. It's whatever the hell you decide. There's no, you know, definitive meaning out there. You know, I think that's not comfortable to think about. You know, that there's some heaven waiting for you or, you know, you're going to keep, you know, working hard every day and some it's just going to hit you one day what this is all about. It's never going to happen. You have to determine that, you know. So I think that was the cool thing about that with the aliens and stuff. It's like even that like that. That's where the whole optimistic nihilist like I don't really believe anything, but maybe there's like a bigger world above us that we're part of. I don't know. So, yeah, that was cool. I don't even know where the hell that came from, that song, but. It was just all one-off ideas, and it was, it was fun to actually write an album like that not, without feeling so uh, pressured to keep everything in the same kind of uh, concept. So. But there's definitely other stuff on here as well that it's, it, you know, I think it you know gets dark as well, man. Like that lipstick on a pig song's pretty, <laughs> pretty yeah. dark, man, lyrically. Yeah, that one is dark, and you know, it, it's always funny too. We always think we know what songs people are gonna like, and that was just not my radar. I I I, I liked the song, but I didn't think it would be one of the more popular songs but right off the bat this seems to be the song that everybody keeps saying they like they like the most so yeah that that's a really dark song um i'd say most of the material is uh is pretty dark in this one yeah yeah, definitely. yeah like uh was it hot tamale as well as one i'm saying a lot online yeah well that <laughs> that one i got pissed off about because uh i've been trying to like i thought that's probably my personal favorite song in the album and it's a, it's a little bit more like a fun wacky type of song, yeah. uh, and I had that was fun to create with the. Uh, I probably shouldn't tell people that because I like when people don't know what shit where it comes from. But we sampled uh, Earthworm Jim. That I don't know if you remember that video game. Yes. Oh man, <laughs> so, I got Earthworm Jim right over there. Uh, do you yeah. really with yeah, the figure? Right, yeah, the Mezco one. Uh, the original ones, yeah, from the series, oh, the, the series. The, yeah, 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 oh, the Playmates wow. ones. Yes. I have those too. Yes, I'm a big toy collector too. Um, but yeah, we most I think everything came, everything sampled on that song came from Earthworm Jim, except the end that came from Looney Tunes. But uh, but yeah, I just that was just a fun song to put together with the the sounds of the guy getting his balls chopped off and everything. And <laughs> I just heard crickets. I actually saw one review by a fan with like. Oh, I love the album. This net the only track I can't get get into, and they specifically said Hot Tamale. I'm like, what? Really? And then they're like, I posted something where like someone I I finally saw somebody post something about it with like a meme or a gift. Yeah, like, so, so they yeah. got high five in the lobster. I'm like, oh, finally. So yeah. then I, I I posted something. It's telling me my internet connection is un- unstable. If that's not appropriate for my life, holy shit. Um, <laughs> You're right, man. <laughs> yeah, thanks, fucking computer. Um, <laughs> So uh, then I finally saw that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to ride this out. I posted something to get like 20 likes. And I'm like, okay, I think I get it. We're going to retire that song. (laughs) But hopefully it will catch on a little bit. Because that that one, I I was, like I said, it's one of my personal favorites. I like it too. Yeah, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And stand up. You know, that big Dennis Leary type rant and the Rodney Dangerfield. Like, man, nailed it. (laughs) So good. That was a great, yeah, that was a fun song too. Uh, 
yeah, I think people have responded well to that. But that was uh, we always do one kind of really like more animated type uh, theatrical song. So that would probably be that one for this album. Um, but yeah, besides, I mean, there's always a little humor. And I think even within the darker songs, there's always some like, like, you know, like dark comedy, like black comedy type stuff. But I think in general, the albums may be just a little bit more serious than what we usually do, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was cool. Um, but no, I'm, I'm very happy with it. Like I said, uh, we just want to keep going now, you know, just keep rolling it out. Cause I think, uh, think it's always you know you you, you put a lot into a, an album or, or a song and stuff and then you, you want to take this break and then what i find for me is if i take too much of a break it's really hard to get back into it like with lyrics i'm like that like if i don't keep writing lyrics every time i do one of these fucking albums i'll sit down and i'm like i can't do this shit i can't do it I did, if I, I should i should release the, the fans like the initial stuff I write is absolute garbage. It is just I'm done. I'm done. You know, but then you just have to keep going. And then as soon as I get, it's like a muscle, you know, you gotta, you gotta work it out. And then it's like, okay, don't stop. Don't stop. I mean, I always stop, you know, because you, you know, you put, I, for me, I get so like a one track mind. I can't focus on other stuff. That's why I wasn't doing the podcast that I do uh, during that time. I just can't focus on anything else. So, uh, so I will take a little break just to kind of get the podcast going again, yes. get some of the, do a little promotion and all that. So, but then we'll be right back. Out. Man, do you ever get stuck on one word that just fucks the whole thing? And you just like, that's, that was me on Wednesday night. I got stuck on one thing, one little word halfway through this song. And it just, I just couldn't get past it, man. I was like, what do you mean? Like you're going to think of the right word to use or a word? Yeah. Bother? Just to follow it up, to get it to flow, to try and tell the story I'm trying to tell. And uh, it just, it was like, can't go past. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely had that happen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I get, I get hung up on, um, I try to catch it, but then it always drives me nuts when you listen to, you know, we have to release something and then you're like, oh, God damn it. You know, I said that word a lot. You know, I always try to make sure you're not using the same words a lot, you know, but uh, I think in this one, it was funny, like uh, in stand up, actually, when I was doing the, the Rodney Dangerfield uh, skit there. Uh, I think the doctor called him. He said, you got a nice pack of titties on you there, honey. You know, so I said, honey. And then later in, in the last track, Tartarus, the guy in the prison that's going to fuck the uh, school shooter up the ass, he says, you know, hey, boys, check out this honey. And I'm like, and I heard at the end, when I was already, I'm like, oh, fuck, I should have said something else. I said honey twice, but whatever. You know, little stuff like that. I always try to, it drives me nuts, but there's always at least one thing that slips through. So. That, that's the kind of stuff I got hung up on. You know, I always try to go back and, and change words, but uh, you always miss some. Yeah, I've just learned to leave that I've just got a very small vocabulary. So. <laughs> no, I do too. But I mean, you just, you got to keep pushing it. Because yeah, like I said, when you, the initial stuff that gets down on paper, right, it sounds yeah. like I'm 16 years old. You know, it's like, okay, I got to reach a little deeper here. This is not going to be enough. So, well, I mean, you do. I mean, you really do reach really quite deep on this and you know there's a lot of stuff on here that uh well throughout the years there's songs that i found incredibly relatable to and there's the song um weirdo weirdo man yeah yeah that was the more yeah that's a more personal one to me yeah that was a um you know i think in every album we and we don't actually intend to do that either but like every album we put out it's always you know a little wacky and heavy you know darker shit and then there always ends up being one song that's a little more like, like if we if, we're, if we were a normal band, you know, that was attempting to be on the radio and all that, there's always that one more standard type song. And that one, I think, would probably be uh, for this album, you know, Nobody Quite Like Me from Pop Culture Massacre yes. and, and Selfish Prayer from Indoor Recess. And even on Operation Satan, maybe, uh, you know, what we just, well, that was weird. They were like Inferno maybe on, on Operation Satan. But, uh, but yeah, that one was a little more personal to me. Um and then, uh, and on Snufflick, that was, you know, that was a very lesser known album because it was a little side project thing. But, you know, if people haven't heard that, I would like you to check it out because that was probably the most personal thing I've ever wrote. And in fact, that one was a little maybe too personal. You know, it, it's hard for me to listen to that, but that one was very, uh, I, th I think doing that first helped with the COD stuff, though, a little bit because um, I tried some different vocal stuff on that. And tried to incorporate a little bit of that into the COD stuff while going back to that heavier, you know, like uh, the darker type vocals on that. But uh, I think I think it, it worked well to kind of do that first. You know, it's not doing anything for a long time. And uh, 
But if you haven't checked that out, I, I would recommend giving that another shot because it's it's not heavy. It's a little weird, but I'd like to think it's interesting. I put it a is, lot into that. It is really, really good, man. I was I got some questions. I had some questions about that too. But uh, you know, you know, you you do you have a real good knack of of writing some wacky stuff, but then you go and write stuff like uh Searching for the loan that's right for your life or your business? The Bank of Clark County offers personal auto financing, personal loans and business lines of credit, mortgages and business real estate loans, home equity loans, personal and business construction loans, and more. Whether you're looking to upgrade your life or your business, the Bank of Clark County has the loan that fits. Visit your local Bank of Clark County branch or go to bankofclark.bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Nobody quite like me and and weirdo man that you know. I feel like it, it's it's real as I said relatable for me because I was that kid. You know what I mean. I feel like there's stuff in that. You know, living in my imagination and, and stuff like that. You know, it's. Uh, oh, you get it. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. See. Yeah. Must <laughs> be the forty thing. See, we're we yeah. came from the same. Uh, I don't know. World apart, but we came from the same fucking place. Apparently. I feel like you know, it, there's there's certain dudes on the planet, yeah, and I I, I feel like you get it. <laughs> so when I read the lyrics, I go, you know, it's it's speaking to that that person, which is me. Cool. And well, that's, uh, good that's really good. Yeah, to hear. man. Yeah, and you know, there's things like mentioning hypercolor t-shirts that no one mentions anymore. Oh, thank yeah. I think I thought that one went over like a fart in church. So that's that's. Really nice. <laughs> like, I bet you anything. I don't think anyone even knows the hypercolor t-shirts. But I was trying and, to think of like the lamest thing from the '90s that the most short-lived, you know, early '90s thing I could think of, and that was what popped in my head because my brother, you know, he had the mullet, he had everything, and he used to wear those fucking stupid shirts, and you know, we used to love putting hands all over him. So I wanted one. I could never afford one. So I was that kid that go into Kmart and like shove my filthy face on it and go, and then <laughs> so it's like there's all these people buying these shirts with my yeah. filthy fucking goobers all over them. So well, I hope you fucking enjoyed it, you people you out know, there. I'm glad you experienced it in some way. You know, that's actually that's actually really sad. Maybe you should think about writing a song like that. They see, that's that's something that we can relate to too. We've all, you know, had things we couldn't buy and we stuff in our face or boogers all over it. You know, that, that could be something right there. See, that's how these things happen. That's right. You guys got to pay attention, you know, like every day you get reminded of a great song I did. Or you hit your twenties and then uh, you, or thirties, I should say, and then you start buying all the shit that you didn't have as a kid. And it makes your, <laughs> yeah. it makes your wife really fucking angry. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got, damn! I'm trying to see what the hell's going on back there. What you got there? Uh, okay, so over? so this is a bit of a mixed bag here. This is uh, you know I've got my uh, you know bit of Motu. You know I've got uh, even uh, Hulk Hogan holding the toilet paper. Holding the toilet paper. Yeah, because you can't get any toilet paper down here in Australia. Uh, oh well, you're not going to get it from him. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, skeleton warriors. You know. What's this cult leader thing going on here? Cult is that cult leader? Is that what this? As is? in the band cult leader? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought okay, you had me excited. I thought you were into cults. No, 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 no. Well, well, I am a cult leader. No, I'm not really. Oh, you? No, oh, okay. no, 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 not really. Have you heard that band cult leader? I have not. Holy shit, dude! Their album okay. "Patient Man." That it's it's that on the cover. They toured here a little while ago, 2019, and like that was my album of that year holy fuck dude cult leader well cult I already leader, a patient man it's angry angry <laughs> fucking album i will check that so raw. <laughs> but yeah man like i don't know you're you're a toy dude as well you know ghostbusters and and shit like that did you like the new one i didn't see it 
I didn't see it. I know. I, I I don't know what the hell's wrong with me. I have to. I'm waiting for it to just come out. I guess is it out already? Like, can you can you watch it on on TV yet? Uh, like, yeah, I, I saw it in the cinemas twice with no one in it. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. I don't know where it didn't go. <laughs> I mean, it's I haven't been to the theater in years and I was yeah. going to see Halloween kills. I was really excited about that. And then I was told that you could watch it free on Peacock. So I ended up watching it here. And then, uh, and I don't know. I just, I, I don't I don't know what it is about me going to the theater. I was, I was planning on seeing Ghostbusters and I just, uh, I was hearing mixed things. I'm like, you know, I'll wait till I can watch it at home. Oh, was it worth it? Yeah. I went sort of okay. twice. One sword in 40. Oh, I believe you. I want to see it, but you know, it's the same as Prometheus. You know, everybody tells you these things. And I'm, I'm sure I'll love it. You know, the little mini puff thing there, whatever the hell, those little guys. I mean, I love it already. Little dudes. Look at him. Oh, you can't see it because it's too bright. Wait, is that the is that the Hasbro ones? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, you know what? I, 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 I missed out on those. Those are already sold out. Yeah. I know. I couldn't find them anymore anyway. But I'm all about yeah, it, man. Sorry. I, but yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a, I'm a huge toy. But this is why I have nothing, though. I have nothing. I have bins of of useless fucking toys. That's it. And and I I look at this shit all the time. And I, every now and then I'll be like, all right, I gotta sell all this crap because this is just stupid. What's the difference if I look at a picture online? You know, it's, it's sitting in a, a storage unit somewhere. <laughs> I'll never see this shit again. <laughs> I just have to have it, you know. But then I just can't get myself to part with it. You know, I always think, well, I can leave it to my son. You know, at least I have something of value to yeah. give him. So it's a sickness, I think. But, you know, it's something 100%. I, really, I deal with it. You know? Me too. Me too. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I've sort of gotten to that point where I'm sort of kind of happy with the collection. But uh, this whole room is just action figures and shit. and it makes me happy. That's that's the point. Whatever makes you happy, you know? yeah, that's it. And makes more worse things. Very far much. worse things. Most people, it's uh, it's extreme power and greed, and they end up, you know, destroying worlds. So you know, feel good about yourself. It's I should classic. until my wife. She goes that fucking room. <laughs> <laughs> she goes when he yeah, goes. You know, it sounds like you have a good wife though, because obviously it's happening. <laughs> I mean, it exists, and you guys are still married. So there you go. It happened piece by piece by piece, my friend. It's a couple more. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah, that's you. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "What? What's that?" I was like, ah, forget about it. No, I, I honestly, I know people that that collect this stuff too. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give their names out here, but uh, yeah, spill the names. Spill to, it. Well, they'll be watching this for sure. <laughs> not like the whole world is gonna give a shit, but I mean, this person would. But anyway, they have to literally hide this shit in their trunk of their car. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that God forbid, like it, you'd think they have a hooker back there in the trunk. You know, if the wife opens that trunk, oh, Jesus, you know, so I, we're blessed uh, to have had uh, women that, that will accept us for being complete fucking nerds. <laughs> hey, there was one thing, the Technodrome, when I bought a Technodrome years ago, because they're rare as fuck. Uh, Original, yeah. like Playmates one from you. Wow. Yeah, damn, I yeah, never yeah. Did. yeah. But you have to have that, man. That's worth a divorce. You know, I mean, honestly, it almost it. did. <laughs> Well, you know what? That one would be worth it. That and that goddamn uh, sewer place. Uh, never had that either. Some the rich asshole they had had that. You know what I'm talking about? The sewer place? Uh? Yeah. Yeah. Have you, you, you haven't got it now? Oh, I don't have it. No. Oh, man. Can't have everything, man. You gotta have, you gotta have things you're shooting for. You know, that's when I know I'll make it. That's when I know I've made it in music, like hardcore, like I'm a big time star. When I have that goddamn new in the box sewer place. Uh, yeah. That and my own action figure. I've always told people, no matter what I do, I will never, ever, ever consider myself a success unless somebody makes some sort of toy based on something. Doesn't have to be me, but at just some sort of, you know, the one, the squirrel, whatever, something from this goddamn band. You know, but these days, I mean, with three D printers, we got three D printers at my work. You know, you could get someone to design that up quite easily of the fucking squirrel, and then get it, man. It I feels can see you want to take it, it over. I want, I want someone else to want to do it. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I'm, okay. I'm so used to self-producing the fucking music. I want someone else <laughs> to believe in something, you know, but, but you know, it's funny you should say that I am going to do something in a few months. It's pretty wild. I'm going to actually put out, and I'll say this here and I'll be saying it later too, but I'm going to have a official circus of dead squirrels. Let me be a one, one in the whole world, one thing only. This is not going to be a mass produced thing. Nothing we sell on a normal basis. This is just going to be a one piece thing. I'm making a huge COD's official doll of that ringmaster squirrel. 
And I'm going to get one for myself. I'm going to make one other one that will be only two in existence and I'll auction the thing up. It's just for whoever is a super fan and wants something that no one else has. I'm going to make an official, uh, you know, not something I'm going to put together here like an asshole. Yeah, 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 something yeah. that's made by a professional company. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. That's going to probably be in the next few months. How do you want to, uh, do you want to trade for a sewer playset there, mate? Uh, excuse me, a sewer playset? Well, that, <laughs> that, that, that might be, yeah. That might there be is the one left in the, in the world now. And it's Let me just ask you to get off this toy thing, though. Did you have that technodrome in the box? Nah. Or did you get it loose? Loose. Okay. Yeah, she was loose, mate. Mm. That's right. Very, very loose. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but it smiles at me, you know. It makes yeah. Me- yeah. Was it in good shape? Was it all scuffed up, or was it? Uh, it was all right. Bit bit yellow. You know how they get a little bit yellow. But it had the yeah. eyeball and stuff. It's missing a couple of bits internally. But really, I just wanted it to to stand there and have that shitty shredder with that. You know, shredder's got that that split oh. leg where he doesn't stand oh, yeah. up properly. Yeah, the scoliosis. The the yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what the hell that was about? <laughs> no, Actually, you know what? I saw something, uh, I think, on Netflix. That, what's that show? The, how the, the Toys That Made Us or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you watch that? Yeah, you would yeah. love it. I did, yeah. Uh, I think they did explain why they did that. I think it was something to do with uh, keeping him in scale with the turtles or something. They wanted him to be the same scale, the same height. So they, they like, punched his back over. I don't know. what. Who gives a shit? Why does it matter if he's taller? But, I mean, shouldn't he be taller? But I don't know. But Because I, 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 even as a kid, I was like, what the hell is up with this, is this shit? Yeah. This weird little thing. <laughs> man. I remember my first figure I got was uh, the uh, foot soldier, yes, and because they were the turtles were literally like sold out everywhere, dude. Yeah, you know. And I remember that I got the foot soldier, and I was like, Yeah, it's all right, you know, he's all like crunched out. He like, was doing the same thing, yeah, he yeah, was all like, too, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know what the hell that was about, but yeah, it must have been the height thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's weird. Yeah, but that's where all my money goes. So <laughs> I want to thank everybody for supporting the band. <laughs> Bunch of useless plastic sitting in a bin in a storage unit for so much. <laughs> oh, it's, just, it's a circus, though. It's not, it's not. Uh, it's, it is, man. <laughs> I agree. I'm laughing, but not, uh, you know, not on the inside. Um, yeah, Side, yeah, yeah, I know it's that big hole that you're just gonna keep filling. Just gonna it's a cheap fill. I mean, it's, it's it's yeah. You buy something online, you know, you feel good. You get that box in the mail, and you're like, oh my god! And then it's immediately within usually about two or three hours, it's followed by a very very deep depression where you yep. realize I'm 40 years old and <laughs> I should be investing in stocks and whatever all this shit regular people do. And it's like, and I'm buying toys. This is something went. Something got crossed along the way here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, oh, as you said, whatever makes you happy. Man. Onto the shelf. Onto the shelf with all the other regrets. Um, but, uh, you know, but back to music. <laughs> yeah, you're giving me some song ideas. Yeah, I think I'm going to write something about this. Thank you. I'll credit you. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe you know, we'll call it together. Yeah, we can do a little. Hey, I'd be, hey, I was going to hit, I've hit you up. I'll, you know, I hit you up for a song. Hey, and I'll hit you up again. We're recording it again. So, uh, I would love to do that. If Absolutely. Up, if you're up for some uh, yelly screamy on an Australian nerdy death metal band. I would love that. I, absolutely. I've got I'm it. Not just saying that because we're talking. Yeah, you, <laughs> I, will, I will definitely do that. That's a guarantee. Excellent. Because that would, that would make, <laughs> that would be amazing. I'll, yeah. I'll, okay. I'll send you a message about it later. But of course, we'll, I mean, talk, we'll talk privately about that. They don't need to know how the sausage is made. You know? No, that's it. That's it. But uh, of course, I hey man, I've been keeping you for a while. Sorry if I'm holding you up here, brother. But uh, planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to one dollar per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. I was going to say, I just wanted to ask you though, because you've got so many vocal layers on these songs, which just blows my mind. How do you, where do you usually start with that? Oh, God. 
You know, that's t- that's a good question, actually. That's a tough thing. I think I don't really have a process of it. I think um, I do usually kind of come in with, um, you know, a- an idea of what voices I want to use together. I mean, so- sometimes it's just kind of trial and error where, you know, you, I-, I might intend on doing one voice. And it's like, oh, that might sound cool with a lower voice. And, you know, sometimes it's like that. But a lot of times I, I do um, start with the more like, you know, my more just regular mid-range singing voice and then kind of add the things on top of it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't really, I think that mostly happens organically though. I think you just, when you hear it out loud, because I think a lot of people nowadays to probably record stuff at home, you know, at least for like a demo. Uh, yeah. I don't do that. You know, I don't really have any, um, I live in an apartment. I don't have any capabilities. I can't sit here and scream, you know, without getting arrested. So I, I don't really, when I'm going to the studio, it's the first time I'm hearing this stuff out loud. So sometimes it's, you know, it's, you got to think on the spot too, because you're like, oh, wow, that's not working. But, you know, I do have a rough idea, but I think a lot of it is just kind of trying, you know, things out loud once you get in there. Man. But thank I you. Want- I appreciate you you noticing that because I do try to layer those up. No, it, it really, it, it really blows me away because it's so, it's so, uh, man, it, it really does. Like, I'm not just saying that because yeah. there's so many layers I don't know how you'd even process that, especially on the fly. I've tried doing it and it takes me a lot of time to, to map things out and write everything out. But how long does it usually take to record a song doing all that? You know, I know you get a certain amount of time in the studio, but that's a lot of yeah. over the top. Yeah, no, it's, I think that the other thing about our band is being so low budget, you know, I mean, we're doing albums for well under $5,000 and that includes everything. I mean, that's mastering, you name it, the whole, the whole shebang. And that's, that might seem like a lot to some people, but you know, in the music industry, as you know, I mean, that's actually very, very low. Yes. You know, I know, I know mid-sized bands, they're spending you know, minimum 20 to $30,000 on these things. So we have a very limited budget. So of course, as you said, you know, in the studio, we are a little bit of time restraint. So I, I usually kind of give myself because I'm also the kind of person I'm never really satisfied with anything. You know, I have to just kind of trust other people. Like, believe me, it sounds fine, you know, because I'll keep doing it over and over and over. I'm never like, yeah, I like that. You know, it's like, oh, that sucks. Do it again, you know, and I just can't do that, you know. And I mean, that's probably a good thing because nothing would ever get done. But uh, but usually I'd say for vocals, um, the songs don't usually take more than a couple hours, you know, to do the whole thing. Um yeah, I think this one we were doing typically about three, three to four songs in a day. You know, wow. So, yeah, that's it's got that, but I do come in there with a good plan. You know, I really try to organize it as much as I can because I know I don't have th- that whole lot of time, especially just hearing it out loud for the first time. I mean, sometimes you know they take a little longer than others, and sometimes they just fly right by. But on average, yeah, one to two hours. That's crazy, dude. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm not with me. I would love, I mean, I remember when we put out the first album, you know, you knew that one was going to be self-released, self-produced and all that. And then, you know, especially in, that was 2004. I mean, that's how old. But, uh, you know, and especially in those days, you thought, oh, maybe the label will pick us up, bro, you know, all this shit. Well, they're going to be so impressed by me, <laughs> you know, and they don't give a fuck. So, you know, you just keep doing it independently. But I, I always thought, oh, you know, God, I can't imagine if we had, you know, someone just handed us a chunk of money, not the pocket, the money to spend it on the album, you know, to spend just, I mean, that's the thing. Our songs have so much stuff in it and it's always yes. bummed us out a little bit. I don't think people hear what's in there. These are these songs would really need a good couple days each to be mixed. There's so many, even on this new one, you know, there's so much stuff in there that we know is in there, but you just can't hear. And it's a bummer a little bit, but you know, we can't work on it forever, you know, and, and you just got to settle at a certain point, but. Man, you can hear it, especially with the samples and how everything links together lyrically. It's, it, it's very, as a listener, I hear it. And it's like, that sounds like such a overwhelming process that when it comes out, I mean, I'm still hearing shit. Like I've listened to it several times over the last, since I bought it a couple of weeks ago and I'm still hearing stuff pop out. You know what I mean? Oh, like stuff cool. out of yeah. nowhere, you know, my headphones at work, I'm just listening to it, noticing things all the time. And I'll probably notice more and then go, Oh, I wanted to talk about that. You know, but well, that's good to hear though. That's, that's really cool. That's the intent. So, um, but yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff in there that, you know, and that I think, 
we've learned through the years to our first album we it was so stupid man like we we used to we'd have like a keyboard effect we're like oh that one's awesome let's put another one in there and it ended up being like four things doing the same you know this playing the same notes and it's like at the end of the day it doesn't sound like anything you all you just just one dominant sound there that's like well why do you so i remember like the first album we did with mark and he was just overwhelmed it's like wow there's a lot of tracks here <laughs> like, and it was just it, totally unnecessary it was just you know we didn't know what we were doing like oh wow put six things doing this really cool lot I mean, it doesn't matter you don't hear it in the final mix it's just so every time we've done this we've tried to strip it down more learn that we don't need that much stuff so this one had a little less with the intent of the stuff popping out more but I think it did end up being a little bit more guitar driven anyway, this album. You know, I think that was on purpose. You know, you can hear the keyboards, but I think on this one, we did want a little bit of that like heavier thing coming out of it. So, but it's cool to hear that you can hear that stuff because, yeah. you know, everybody, when you're mixing an album, you know, every band member wants to hear their, you know, that's all I talk about. How, what do you think it sounds like, man? I don't know. The bass is a little low. You know, it's like, I know, but what about the rest of it? You know how these guys are. So, I think, you know, like, <laughs> Craig was like, I want to hear the keyboards more. And it's just like, I know, man, but it's, it's a. And the things start smashing together and then you just. Yeah. You just and like, you ah. turn this up and then this gets drowned down. And then yep. you turn that back up, you know, it ends up being a fucking mess. So you have to kind of settle with, with things being where they're at. But. And then you just drop the bass completely like they Metallica did to Jason Newstead. <laughs> what? Did they do that to him? Oh, I don't know. Back in, you know, back in the day. The did they really? Ride the line. I don't know, man. Was it right? No, it was fucking um, justice, justice for all. Remember, it was just, the bass was non-existent. Oh, that's right. Yes, I have heard that. And in fact, I think I saw that somebody did like uh, they added bass to it, played yeah. it out. Yeah, but he is on that, or was he on it? Yeah, yeah, or? yeah, yeah. But that was just me, just doing a bit. Okay. Um, yeah. No, but I've actually heard that. Heard <laughs> yeah, that. That's right. <laughs> They're like, "Where's the bass? Where's the bass?" But um, yeah. yeah. But uh, what's what else you got coming up? More uh, snuff flick podcast, more chords. Yeah. Um. Well, we were just talking about this, but uh, definitely uh, John, who's the guitarist, um, the guy who kind of made this whole album happen. Uh, he's already starting to work on some new COD stuff, uh, putting together some new songs, writing the uh, guitar parts, the riffs. So we know we're going to do that. I'm 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 trying to do something pretty goddamn big with the next one, and I'm really trying here, but I'm not going to make any promise because if I can do this, this will this is going to be a phenomenal album. It really will, and I it, it's up in the air. Just just know that I, I every time I try to do something different, this one is something I've wanted to do for a long time, and it will be it will be fucking cool if I can make it happen. So kind of thinking ahead already about the COD stuff, but um. We've toyed around with the idea of doing a snuff flick sequel, but I don't think we're going to end up doing that. We're probably going to do some other um, type of project. I had, I had done this other band called Plutus Hubris um, a couple of years ago. We had just ended up doing two songs. I don't like leaving things unfinished. So mm. I was going to try to finish that album up this year. Um, as you said, I'll bring back the podcast. Um, maybe start branching out a little bit more with that too. You know, I got to finish up what I intended on doing with that, talking about the albums and stuff, but then maybe trying to find a way to kind of get the show a little bit outside of the band. So we maybe can, you know, keep doing it. And with, cause there's only so much to talk about, but you know, the history of the band, obviously. So yeah, that we have a lot planned. Um, there's a shit ton of merchandise coming. Um, I mean, I'm really giving it a good push this time. We hadn't been doing this for years. There's going to be a lot of promotions coming up. I'm, I'm looking into all this stuff. Um, you know, the album is, is only available on Bandcamp right now, but it should be uh, on, on Spotify and, iTunes, all that shit. Uh, any day now, actually, it's just all going through approval. Um, the physical CD will be available on Amazon, and, and you know, any typical place if you still want a CD. So yeah, we're we're gonna see a lot more of us being active for sure. Nice. What about vinyl for those jerks like me that like plastic? Things? You know, I have to look into it. You you probably know. I I don't. I'm not. I, I guess I was under the impression that it's pretty expensive to, to have those made. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I guess I know it's expensive to buy and I have to slide yeah. them into my house, but <laughs> you know, more, yeah, that but, too, huh? but yeah, 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 yeah. You know, what's that? Uh, it's just a coaster. Um, <laughs> coaster, honey, don't worry about it. Um, but 
I would very much like, I don't know, do you have the masters for, for like the older Cods albums as well? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I mean, it's the kind of thing I have to look into the pricing. I've heard, you know, I think uh, someone had he told me once, you know, it's a fairly expensive process and you have to, you know, have X amount printed or whatever. If, if I think there's enough sales, I, I would love to do it, but it's just, you know, obviously you just can't take a hit with the money. Yeah, but, no, 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 no. Yeah. If, if I think I, I probably might, I might kind of shoot the idea out there and see if enough people are interested. And, uh, Especially with this one, because uh, the CD is designed, you know, no one has received the CD yet. Those are actually still being manufactured. They should be arriving uh, next couple of weeks and then we'll ship them out. But um, it's it's designed to look like a mini vinyl, like a CD vinyl. Like the yeah. CD it looks yeah. like a, a record and everything. Um, so that would be kind of cool to actually make it an official record. Um, but yeah, that, you're not the first, but I mean, other people have asked for that. I know that's real popular with people these days. So I'll, I'll probably see if there's enough interest for it and, and make that happen yeah, man even a pre-order or something like that if it doesn't happen yeah. it doesn't happen but man i'll definitely throw you my cash for that because i would man, i'd love to have that on on vine that's for sure yeah just, I, I will i will definitely do that just for you just, just yeah yeah that's in exchange for a sewer playset um <laughs> or i'll take the damn techno drum i'll take that that's fine i'll take it loose i'll take no. it yellow i don't give a shit a couple missing yeah, pieces <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. well, very nice. I'm happy to hear that. And by the way, I'm going to check out that, that, that um, what's it, Colt Leader. I'm going to check that out. Dude, you'll love it. Hey, but before we go, I know we've been talking. Check this out. I need to buy, more, talking about merch, I need to buy more merch because I've had this shirt for a really long time. Oh, yeah, that's an original. But it doesn't fit me anymore because I ate too much and got really fucking fat. So oh. now I got to hit the gym so I can fit it again and buy more merch. So in saying that, I'm going to have all the links to all the merch and all the stuff down here in the show notes. And uh, of course, the new album, uh, Scary Melodies, is out now everywhere. Brother, thank you very much for hanging. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. It's nice to finally uh, speak with you face to face. And um, and we'll, we'll, we'll get that song going. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to, I'm going to be harassing you about that. I want this to happen. Me and you. Let's do Excellent. it. I'm so down for that. I'm Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points.